I'll stand by passengers, see me at the podium, your seat is empty. Non-Rev Lounge is a travel and aviation podcast. Monique, Laura, and Tyler are three friends that work for a major airline as gate agent, flight attendant, and ramp worker. During this podcast, they will discuss using their flight benefits to travel the world as well as talk about things that happen at work. They have guests on almost every week to share their travels and stories, leaving tips on the best places to travel or things to do. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Non-Rev Lounge. This is Laura. This is Tyler. And I'm Monique. And today we have a, we are lucky enough to have a special guest with us. Her name is Lizzie. Hi, Lizzie. Hi. And uh, Lizzie works for a regional. Yes, I work for a regional airline carrier. And she's going to tell us about a fascinating place that she calls home. Yes. And we're going to hear about that. And I'm very excited because a group of our flight attendants were supposed to go in May. So Ooh, I'm not even going to say okay. the destination. You I mean, were like... Previously, or going to? We're going to. We in were the doing. Future. Uh-huh. Okay. This coming May. Okay. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, it'd be fun to hear because I want to know is that a good time to go or what is? Because I, we talked ah, about I went in the summer, yeah. but. And, and it's just a big mystery because we won't say where she's going. Yeah, and I don't know where you're talking about. So See? I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, then we'll just have a surprise reveal <laughs> mid podcast. May's not a bad time. There are good times and bad times to go, and it's solely reliant on the weather. So, but. Typically, because of how large it, like the tourism is in that particular country, you can go any time of year. It's how tolerant you can be of their weather. Oh, but there perfect. are good and bad times to go. <laughs> it's tourism, Monique, not Taurus Palatinas, like the bone in your mouth. Oh. <laughs> Just, you know. <laughs> and you've already been there, where, where, where we're talking yeah. about. Okay. I believe all of you have been there, right? Yeah, not Laura. me. Oh, well, Idaho. Not Laura. Idaho. Not me. <laughs> Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. we're it fits a lot of the same things. Good, good weather. Well, since you were talking about the bad weather, I was like, <laughs> Idaho. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're all thankful that Thanksgiving is over for yes. our jobs. For yes, our jobs. For work. Absolutely. Uh-huh. And I, I didn't have to. I traveled the day. I worked the day after Thanksgiving. So that was nice. I went to London. Did you do it on purpose? Ooh. Like, did you? Mm-hmm. Why, why? Just curious. Like, why oh, did you do because that? Because you trip? get a, a goodie point from the company. Okay. And I, and I flew with Dave. And we went to the. Your husband, high, Dave. My current husband. Yeah. And we went to the Hyde Park Winter Wonderland where we met up with Brittany and, it looks and like her family. It so much fun. We did have a good time. Aww. I love Brittany. So that was kind of fun. So what is all at that Hyde Park Winter Wonderland stuff? Like, it looks it's like a there's Christmas. a lot there. Well, it's, you know, it's like a big amusement park. It's like okay. their state fair, but it's, a, you know, it's cold. So it was really fun. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Different from our weather. Yeah, different. Change of pace. What mm-hmm. did you do cold, that you had to have a helmet on? Like, oh, we went down this ice slide. It had a, they had this really big. You know, you, when you sit on a burlap sack and you just go down a metal slide all yeah. the way down, and it was really high. Okay, this was ice, and you sit in a, a inner tube, and you oh, go down. Wow. So we all had helmets on. That's so, cool. Yeah, we got to do it twice. So oh, nice. I think I did that at the princess last year, but they didn't give us helmets. Oh, you yes. were living. You were living on the edge. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Americans you are were. like, do what you want. Yeah, <laughs> where did you do it at? At the Princess Hotel. Hotel. You're in, in Scottsdale? Oh. Yeah. Schnottsdale. Yeah, Scottsdale. Yeah, well, it was an fun. ice rink too, don't they? Yeah. I think they do an ice rink every mm-hmm. year. Yeah. They do ice skating. It was but fun. That's, that's a little bit more brave <laughs> than ice skating. <laughs> yeah, we you have to grab your inner tube and walk it up all those stairs. Oh. And I said to my husband, I go, Well, last year when I did this with Drew, he carried my inner tube. So there's Dave carrying both inner tubes. <laughs> <laughs> and Brittany's dad turns around and goes, What are you doing? He goes, I'm carrying up her inner tube. <laughs> oh my god. It's that black belt thing again. Yeah. 
It's a what? Blackmail. Dave, she has blackmail on Dave. That's why he's so good to her, remember? Black, blackmail. 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 Okay. You Sorry. thought he said black belt, didn't you? Yeah. Like black she belt. Like she's a black belt. So like, strong. She's like, I will kick your butt. Yeah. <laughs> she has a black belt in karate on Dave. <laughs> but it was fun seeing Brittany, you know, in her yeah. in her element. With her family. With her family. Uh huh. And I got to meet Saren. I really like Saren. Who is Brittany's sister. Is I should probably say that. Yeah, she's Brittany's sister. I opted out of Thanksgiving. So you didn't have to work? No. I was granted. How senior are you? I'm I'm like middle of the road. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I'm in management. So uh-huh. management still operates on a seniority scale. And I'm like middle of the road. But so I took it because I know for a fact I already knew what my schedule was coming December. And I know that I'm working on Christmas. So I thought, well, I'll take one holiday off. Yeah, opt out. Why not? But it is it is enticing. I'm in the same boat as you. When you work on the holidays, you are given like an extra goody point is a great way to to look at it because they'll give you like a free comped day off in the future oh that's so, nice yeah so i'm doing that specifically for christmas because i'd like to take it in january so do you work with everything jones yeah oh my god we love him here. do you good because i love, love him too <laughs> we love him on the non-rev lounge yeah yes. he's yeah. great He's been a lot of places. Yes, he has. He's, he's a he's a wealth of knowledge when it comes to traveling the West Coast. I always send people his way. He's got a they lot of him. Jones. Yes, yeah, Johnny's a great dude. Yeah, he's a great guy. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I'm sorry. So Tyler had a great Thanksgiving. Did Se- I? Seventeen hours. Yeah, I, I worked with us. They paid us time and a half. Oh, and my well, wife that's good. had to work anyways, and so we sent my kids with Monique. Yep. Monique and Tani took the three kids. <laughs> we did, yeah. Oh, and so I just okay. ended up working, yeah. So it was, like you said, they, our flights are done by like three o'clock in Phoenix, Ireland. And so from three until midnight, I had nothing. So did you, you get, did you hit double time? No. They don't, Aww. you don't hit double time. It's just time and half the whole time. <laughs> I mean, it's and really they also good. pay like a holiday. So yeah. it was good. That was good hours. I worked last year on the holidays and I find that for me, you meet one of two people in the airport on the holidays. There's the crowd that are like, nothing is going to make them not stressed. Like they're just so anxious and they're so stressed. And then there's people that you do one kind thing and they're just like, oh my God, you know, they're very holiday orientated, thankful. So I personally enjoy working the holidays because I tend to run into those people, even though I'm downstairs, not so much in the gates. But when you're upstairs and you run into those people, it's rewarding, in my opinion, because everybody's full of like holiday spirit. Do you feel that way, Mo? Poor Mo's like, no. Uh, (laughs) Uh, There's definitely a lot more families. So that makes your job more challenging, though, getting them seats together. I would say, I would say, and families are needy usually in yeah. regards to like staying together. Yeah, and, like, they they want, what they need. They want to board early, and you're like, your kids are 14. Like, I think you're fine to oh, get on in your group. Oh, I see what you're and, saying. Yeah, or yeah, they'll be like, I'm not sitting by my kid, and you're like, he's 21. I think he's. Is that the biggest thing you fine. see, like at holidays, as kids and parents that are like desperate to be together? Do you, is that like? A lot of that, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people that only fly like once a year, having people like. That's what I would they're imagine. They're not used to traveling. Yeah. So. They're not travel. They're not travel people. So like the one time a year they go home for Christmas or home for Thanksgiving and it's like a, it's the, it's that anxious crowd that like nothing you do or say is going to make it better because they never fly. So they're like, ah, I don't want to do, right. I don't want to do this. Yeah. You're right. So. Phoenix is also a big hub to Mexico. At least our airline yeah, does a lot, a lot to of, Mexico. Yeah. And. They travel a lot during the holidays and they check a thousand bags. So like a normal flight <laughs> will normally check about <laughs> 70 bags underneath. They'll check 250 bags. 
So then it becomes weight restricted. And like Guadalajara, yeah. Guadalajara has been a mess. Like they'll be like, now you have to pull 18 people. It's just. You have to pull people so the bags get on? Yes. Yeah. We see it a lot, RN2, but more so in the regional department, Hermosillo is huge for us, especially because we're using regional jets. So, I mean, we're talking the difference between a plane that carries 200 versus a plane that carries 70 to 90 people. So the biggest thing with Hermosillo as well is you've got, you've got two crowds. You've got the crowd that's like, we're going home and they have their kids with them and like a million bags. And then you have the crowd that hunts. So we've got like antlers and like all kinds of things and bows and guns that are coming back. So yeah, it's, it's anytime we hear like, Oh, weight restriction on such and such we're all just like hermosillo and then yep there it is there's the flight number it's hermosillo yeah so i can agree yeah didn't realize that until i got into management and saw it from a different perspective and was like oh yeah this makes a lot of sense now and watching mainline's flights too i was like those weight restrictions those families they got to get home with all their bags and their kids (laughs) yeah and we're trying to find volunteers and a lot of them don't speak english and but you speak spanish not very well not you well lived there for two years. Come downstairs and come grab me. I can speak a fair amount of Spanish. There you <laughs> go. Well, the yeah. is we do I have, can give an eye exam in Spanish. We've got a Fun few <laughs> agents that do, like they are Spanish speakers. And oh, the problem good. is they get thrown on those flights every single day. That's probably very stressful. And they're they're just exhausted of it. Yeah. I, know, I know who you're talking That's about. That's probably too. very yeah. stressful. So you don't want to let them know you have that? I don't speak Spanish. She's, she's, yeah. <laughs> Yo no. <laughs> Yo no sé. She's not, yeah. She will not yeah. admit. She will not admit. <laughs> I can confirm nor deny. (laughs) But yeah, so we took your three kids and then Zachy came home and we had Hayden. So we all went up to Salt Lake and our flights were wide open for us. Both ways. Yeah. Yeah. We were surprised at how open going was. I kind of figured Fridays is kind of a lull because everyone's where they want to be. Yeah. Oh, that's true. But going on Wednesday. Still with like 80 seats, right? Yeah. So we were kind of laughing because when I walked up, I knew one of my friends was working the flight. And so I kind of gave her the lowdown of like. Yeah. Who we had because there was one seat in first class, so I said, "Okay, Tawny's gonna get first. And so she put her it. wife up there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. you're so sweet. And then, yeah, then I, but then I signed my kids to each of one of Tyler's kids as well. So I said, and my friend was like, "Come look at the computer. Where do you want to sit?" So I already, I pretty much assigned our own seats, and that's why they all had windows. <laughs> well, I think my kids wanted the windows, but Tyler's littles were like, "I'm taking the window," and they're like, "Okay, but they can still see over Tyler's kids." They're well, used to it because I put them in the window to trap him so they don't run out the so aisles. They don't, yeah, yeah, so they don't escape. <laughs> well, then Zachy was next to Chris and Zachy fell asleep. And so I <laughs> poked my head back and I was like, Chris, do you want to come up by us? And he was like, yes, please. <laughs> he was just bored. <laughs> but so, yeah, so we had, it was good. And the flight attendants had stickers, little like pumpkins with, with um, like little so faces. Cute. I didn't even know that. Put them, so Lola was just covered in <laughs> stickers. stickers. <laughs> good for we, her. We got there, but... <laughs> Yeah, and then so we, we had a great time up in Salt Lake. It, I was laughing because when we land and we got to my mom's house, she had the tables all set. Mm. And if you ever see my mom's like Thanksgiving setup, it's immaculate. She has, but she had sticky notes where everything, all the food was going to go was going to go on the on the table. Oh, so she, organization because yeah, she wanted to make sure everything was going to fit. And but that's definitely her. But yeah, it was great. Oh, God. So what I really liked is Tyler was outside because he was working his 17-hour shift. Mm-hmm. And he was out on his tug taking pictures of the kids. And kids got to look out the window and see their dad at work. I thought that was so oh, cool. Oh, yeah. yeah and Lola was like, Dad! <laughs> <laughs> Just yelling. I had, so 
on our end, I have a husband and wife agent couple, sweetest people. She came in similar experience just as he had. She had her kids in the terminal and with her husband and they were flying out and she was on a tug and her kids were losing their mind because mom was down by the airplane and she was on the tug. She was waving to them. She was so cool. Oh, she was the coolest person on the the planet. And she had come in and she was all smiles. And I checked in with her. I was like, hey, you doing okay? She's like, yeah. And she told me the story, like her face, like not only were her kids just like, we have the coolest mom in the world, but you could just tell like it made her day because her husband was just up in the terminal like, oh, look, there's mom. (laughs) That's so (laughs) nice. really cute. That's what before I left, I was downstairs and Mm. the kids all came to win one week. And yeah. they're waving, and all of a sudden, I see my daughter like pounding yeah. on the window. Just, oh my gosh! <laughs> and it's like, okay, stop. Because they're like, that's enough. That's enough. Can he hear us? And I was like, Aww. he's right. He's just fine. <laughs> They'll have to. We'll have to tell him to bring you a poster next time. Yeah. Slap it up against the terminal window. <laughs> no, I just say Lola's so funny because if you haven't seen her in five minutes, she gets just as excited like she hasn't seen you in days. So yes, when she saw Tyler down there, even though oh, she'd yeah. just seen him upstairs, yeah. she was like, Dad, Dad. <laughs> All right, so I want to talk about uh, something Frontier did recently. They offered a, a year pass, like an unlimited travel pass. They had some blackout dates, but you can travel yes. as many times as you want in a year. You can you can only book it the day before. Correct. And w- for a couple of days, it was like five ninety nine. I think they still offer it, but now it's like they've raised it. Yeah, it's seven nine nine when I looked it up. Oh, was that seven nine nine for the first year? But I think they were ending at the end of November, okay. so starting December moving forward. Um, seven nine nine is what they're selling it for, and then it auto renews after That's a the big year. Thing. That's yes, it. and I don't think they're advertising this because I was reading about it on an aviation website. Cr- cranky not, flyer, is yeah, really cranky, it. yeah. So they're not making like this big advertisement about it, but what they're doing is they're auto renewing you the following year for like nineteen hundred dollars. That's the auto renewal price. Yeah. Do they have access to look at their loads? I don't think so. I don't think that, so either. See, that's so a, you just have to look at availability. See, that's so, crazy to me. Because like, even though like, yeah, we go by standby, like we can still look correct. a day or two out. Like even getting Zach back on Sunday, like right after Thanksgiving, I knew it was going to be crazy, but I'd already looked at, okay, what does the nonstops look like? What do all the connections look like? If you don't have access to look at backup plans. Right. Having ooh. a plan A, B, C, D. Yeah, yeah well, that would well, be. Let me ask you this, Mo. If our airline offered that for five ninety nine a year, would you take it? Would you do it? But these are just, these are still standby, right? Are you confirmed? You're confirmed, but only 24 oh, hours before. You're confirmed. So you so, can't really plan because it may be full and not be able to book it, but. That's but expensive. if you do get on, <laughs> you're confirmed. What what do, you, what do you think? Well, it's funny you say that because <sighs> after non revving anything is too much money. Yeah. But, <laughs> but that would be, that. but if you could confirm to Hawaii for free, like. We pay $500 a year for the, crep, the club credit card. Okay, so now you're talking about a hundred dollars more. Would you do it? No, not on is Frontier. That still, is that no? But I meant on airline. airline. Yeah. If it was our airline, on would our, you do it on airline? Well, the thing is, how often do I travel by myself? I'd have to buy it for like the whole family, and then that really would add up. Uh huh. That's what I was thinking yeah, when we were pre-talking about this. So for us, it's a little easier as employees yeah. to mm-hmm. just take the package that we have is a non-rev. But if you're thinking about like the general public buying into something like this, I highly doubt that this is being marketed towards families of four or five because that's right. a lot of money to spend on what if these families only ever travel twice a year? You've already spent double 
what you would have paid on standard confirmed tickets at your leisure to where you want to go. So I think this is more being marketed towards the younger generation. So like anyone from like 21 to 35 that might be married or not married, but maybe doesn't have kids. They want to do this with their spouse. Or have geeks. Or, or aviation geeks, 100%. Mm-hmm. This, I think this is being marketed more towards that demographic um, because these are people that potentially already work from home or they travel for work and it's a better option for them if they're already kind of submerged into being a little bit more travel friendly. I don't see families of four or five being the demographic that signs up for this. It's too uh, risky to kind of if you're planning five different schedules, if you've got your kid's school schedule, then you've got your work schedule, your husband or your wife's work schedule, and then you're trying to confirm a holiday and you can only do it the day prior. I know a million families that would just be like, oh, that's yeah. that's a little helter-skelter. But then I know plenty of people that would see this and be totally like, oh my gosh, I want to do that. But it's the different demographic. So I feel like it could go one way or another. I feel like it's definitely going to be harder to fly non-rev on Frontier once they kick this off. Like it's definitely going to be. Yeah, getting those. Yeah. I think the, the other group I see is is like retired. 100%. They're, they have grandkids at different parts of the country and yep. they, they live in a, a Frontier like hub. Yeah. Or a focus city where Colorado, you can. Colorado, places you can, where yeah, it's you're heavily in populated. Denver and you've got grandkids in yeah. LA and Seattle. And, 100%. And you could just, oh, it's free. Let's just go see the grandkids. I think that's mm-hmm. the other group that could benefit from it. Yeah. And they wouldn't really care about the seating either because, no. yeah, they don't care whether they sit together. Oh, no, old people want to sit together. Do they well, really? No. Do yeah. they really? <laughs> they do, yeah. Oh. They're very much. A lot of times old people want aisles across from each other. Oh, that's oh, like true. both in an aisle seat. Yeah. You know what? Oh, okay. That's true. Okay. Classic old people seat. Yeah. <laughs> so one of our listeners did buy it. Oh, oh really? Oh, yeah. okay. So I was on Clubhouse with Kyle. Uh huh. That has Clubhouse. We were talking about aviation stuff, and it was mm-hmm. like an hour before it closed. Okay. Their, their deal, and so he got and booked it. And I was like, I asked him a bunch of questions, and he's like, "It's going to be kind of a backup for him if he uses it a couple of times." So it'd be interesting to look did- back in a year and say, "Did you get your money's worth or not?" So. And did he? Does he know about the auto renew? I don't know. Ooh. I would let him know. Yeah. <laughs> As a good friend, I would let him know. Who was the airline that did the like first class for life? American Airlines, yeah. Was it American? Yeah, American did. Because I didn't even talk to Kyle about that before because was it Mark Cuban that bought it? Yes. The, the owner of the Mavericks. Mm-hmm. And there was a couple of people that bought it and it was kind of, I think American regretted it. Did you see that? Well, yeah, from what I remember hearing, yeah, like they were like, oh, we can't sustain this. Like this is not financially I'm in that good boat. for us. I'm yeah. wondering if Frontier is only going to do this for maybe a couple of years and then it's going to be like, this is not sustainable. Like we need to. Well, and the one on American was first class. Yeah, first class. Anyway, book it. And I don't think it was day before. I mean, you could just book it out and, so their first class was probably full everywhere all the time. And that's and this guy who used it immediately, like he used it like every other day. And he ended to up. To London. Like he went to like Chicago to London like 20 just have lunch. Day, times. Yeah. Like we do. Back to back. Yeah. But what and a so, great opportunity. Like, uh-huh. They ended up reneging American Airlines and he sued them and they settled out of court. So did, nobody knows what happened. Oh, well, because wasn't it like 10000 or something like that? It, like it wasn't that expensive, I feel like. Uh, you the could tell have to look yeah. at it. But yeah, like it was... It was a ridiculous, like, it seems like to a regular person a lot of money, but if you are Mark Cuban, that's just pocket change. You throw that and- Yeah, class. just to get a settlement and be done with it and not have to worry about it. Okay, one more one more question then. If our airline did it, mm-hmm. how do you think to offer that? Not, in the, not even necessarily at that price point, but it offered it to people. How would that affect us on our online airlines? Mean non-revenue? The, yes, we're non-revving. How would it mean that people could just book tickets 
because we can watch them last minute all of a sudden like people are just like they're just gone like well yeah so i was gonna say we're already at a disadvantage with upgrading policies and being able to just upgrade like 20 minutes before a flight i yeah. mean the upgrading is ridiculous it's great for the passenger but it's not great for a non-river so if we're already falling behind the upgrade list and then you add on top of it that we now have a list of people that can just jump on at the same policy as us but because they are confirmed they're still ahead of us it's not that great because now we're waiting on a second list of people to clear before we even start into non-revers. And if you go to some of the hubs like Dallas or New York and you're already in a list of people of 15 people and you've been bumped from flight to flight, I mean, you're going to be waiting three days for a flight is essentially what's going to happen. So I don't see it playing out well for the non-revving group, but that's that would be with our airline. I mean, I, I can't yeah. speak for Frontier. I know someone who is a former Frontier member, and I'd love to pick his brain about it. Because in my opinion, when we worked together to begin with, he told me flying non for Frontier was extremely easy. Like he never got turned away from a flight. He's always open. To, always, yeah. always at least like 10 open seats. And then on top of it, he I don't know if there's a difference in how they confirm their passengers day of, but he would say that like easily five to 10 people wouldn't show up for the flight. In fr- on Frontier. So I don't know if their confirmation process is a little different than other airlines, but I'm wondering if maybe that takes kind of like how Southwest does its fly fare where it's like, oh, want to get away travel thing. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if Frontier has something to where like their, their confirming is different from us. And so it makes it a little easier. So maybe they have more legroom to play and that's why they can do something like this. And it's kind of crazy. not as bad. Yeah. Do you think they're doing this in response to Breeze coming in? I think they're just a, a low cost that's just trying different things. That's my opinion. I think they're just yeah, trying to uh, they're trying to mix it up to see if they can get more people. On yeah, board. they can fill those. They get it's money right up front, and yep. then if they can, those seats are going to go out empty, like you said, like maybe yeah. ten. They're just trying it. They're it's it's money up front that they know they have confirmed, and I mean they know they're going to get non revers anyways. So why not try to fill it with confirmed flyers? I and if if no non revs get on, they don't care. I mean, that, absolutely, uh, airlines don't. Yeah, they're but, not going to lose out either way. It's just empty seats. So I don't know how they're going to do no reservations. So coming from someone who worked in reservations. So what are they doing about reservations? From my understanding, they're not going to have on on the phone like a reservations. I wanted to talk to you about that too. They're going to get rid of that? That's so Frontier, the just, they just recently got rid of their on. You can't call Frontier anymore. Yeah. Everything's is, it's all on their website. So coming from reservations and from a gate agent, because now you, you like it that they can call and Oh yeah, that's that puts so much work to the airport now. Yes, being someone who's worked in reservations and seen how much work they actually cover, it's ridiculous. Like I don't know how airport is going to cover that weight as well. That's going to bog down their agents at the airport immensely. I just want to make sure I understand. So they're getting rid of their reservations department, and it's expected of like the gate at the airport to t- to like handle reservation questions is that well it's a minor say most of like bookings i think could be done online easily there's a sure. few people that call in to do it but it's when you have irregular operations cancellations the right. reservations really steps Reroutes, up routes and what, so what have you. yeah so if you don't have that to push people on instead of having to be face to face because easily and when i was in reservations you could have 1400 calls on hold Oh my gosh. Easily. And so if that's not counting then the people that are at the airport that are being helped as well. Right. So imagine like those people now standing in line at the airport. 
I just don't. That's my guess is they're not uh, not going to get rid of them as all of them. They're probably going to be more answering texts. Like, is there still can that was not my over, thought process? They can still use like a different yeah. technology stuff. That, or they're doing like a tech support type. Yeah, of yeah. Situation. So, would you like that though? If you could just sit and answer people's questions without them yelling at you, but yeah, that or would is be it just easier when you could talk and you can understand what they want. How many times have you called and you write? So representative. And yeah, in reservations, if we were putting them on another airline, we'd have to call them. And even like when we call United, we would just straight up say agent, agent, agent. Because we didn't want to go through their automated system. Yeah. Like we wanted to talk yeah. also to a human just to get things done. So I get like where passengers are going to want it also just they talk, talk talk to talk to somebody. Human. Yeah. I think Gen Zs are going to love it. I agree with that. They don't want to talk to people already. Yeah, yeah. they don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> but <laughs> Just want to get on their flight and go. <laughs> but I feel like it didn't even surprise me the the amount of people at the airport who don't know you can Google your flight number and know your gate information. Oh that, like that, that don't understand I love, technology. I love showing people that. They get so surprised. Oh my gosh, what? <laughs> and, then, and then you, tell them, you can do it with all the major carriers and they're like, really? What? Yeah. yeah. They don't understand so, though why Southwest is WN. Well, that one's even a little weird. That but, is weird. I'm still trying to figure that out for myself. But so I think maybe it is the way of the future. Maybe I know I know with our airline, they've taken people from like certain bases and we are reducing our amount of call centers. So mm. we may be headed towards that path as well. But I whew, that still seems like a lot of work to be putting on the, the airport. Yeah. yeah I will, interesting I would, to see how it goes for them. Yeah. I would love to see people be more they're definitely, tech savvy. They're definitely the guinea pig of the next five years, like with what that. they're putting out into the aviation industry. I'm curious to see how this goes, just from a standpoint of non-revving with all airlines, as well as like how well it works for them. Because if it if it's a good model, I can tell you all the other carriers are going to try to jump on board because you know then they'll be like, oh well, if the if the need is there, then you know we want to follow suit. Yes. I think we talked about Monique and I when we first started the podcast like two years ago, our first ever flights. Remember that? I remember like well, your very first non rev flight. You got benefits. What did you do? Yeah. I think mine was just a Salt Lake. Guess it was like just trying it out. Did we have you talk about that ever, Laura? I think so. I believe so. So what was yours? Do you remember your, your Lizzie? I do. So I started out as a ramp agent before I went into management because I was still working in medical. So it was all of I us was, did. Yep. I was completely <laughs> part time. And they they tell you, they're very upfront, like, oh, you can fly as soon as you start your first day, right? So I got hired in July, and I didn't take my first flight until probably like October or November. Really? Um, and it was because you have to go through 90 days probation where you're very strict on attendance and all this other stuff. And because I was working two jobs, I was just so nervous about messing it up. I was yeah. like, I can't mess this up for me. <laughs> I was just so, so scared. But my first flight was actually to Flagstaff. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think of all the places I've been in the world as someone who's been to like seven different like continents and like, I've pretty, I've just been everywhere. When I tell people the first place I went was Flagstaff, it just, it throws people. They're like, really? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it was like a half hour flight. It was the shortest flight. And um, it was on a CRJ, obviously. Yeah. yeah. So it was on a tiny regional jet. And the Flagstaff Airport is adorable. It's one runway. And it's <laughs> it's they have two gates, maybe three. And we share one with uh, United, their regional like airline carrier and I went up there because my friends have an Airbnb up there and they had just like 
renoed it. They bought it like a couple months prior and they were super excited about it. And so they were like, oh yeah, we want to go up and paint it and like all this stuff. So I told him, I was like, oh, can I, can I come up with you guys and like help you? And, and my friend was like, yeah, absolutely. So she came to the airport and she picked me up and she was so stoked about that. She was <laughs> like, I can't believe I'm picking someone up from the Flagstaff airport. Like who flies to Flagstaff? But it was really sweet. And I stayed up there for a couple of days. Uh, I went to the snow bowl with no snow, which was awesome <laughs> because it's actually really pretty when there's no snow on the ground. There's tons of like natural wildlife, flora, fauna that I found tons of wildflowers. Um, and we ended up having lunch like under the ski um, gantry things. And it was, it was a great time. We rode her scooter. She had one of those like moped scooters. We took it around downtown flag. So it was a lot That's of fun. fun. Yeah, it was, it was a very cute, um, it was a really cute memory for me and, um, her and I, you know, we were close friends, we rode horses together. So it was like, it was a good, it was a good introduction to non-revving for me. Um, cause now I've been tons of places. As and a did you feel like you were all that? That when you're up in flight stuff, I'm all this because I can fly up here. It, it's for so free. at first, at first, like now, whenever I go places and I realize where I'm going and I fly for free, I totally feel like that. That first flight when I was up there, it was just so surreal. Like I couldn't, like I was standing in flags. I think to myself, like, oh my gosh, like the amount of time I would have wasted driving here. Exactly. <laughs> and like just these little things I was thinking, I was like, man, some of these people who paid for my same flight spend like $200. Why would you do that to fly <laughs> So it's like all these little things that I was just, I was so caught up in the fact that I could just get on a flight and fly to fly to flag. I was like, oh my God. But yeah. Did they do a service? Uh, a beverage service? Come to think of it, I don't think they did. It may have no. been too bumpy. It might have been too, because well, it was this time. It was this, I'm almost positive I did it in like October time. Mm -hmm. I'd have to, I'd have to check my Instagram, but I'm pretty sure it was the fall time. And so, yeah, maybe it was too bumpy because I honestly don't, I well, don't did think they, they even did. cater Because when I was on the ramp for Piedmont, we didn't even cater Tucson or Flagstaff for commissary. Uh, Has that changed? A water it? service. Water. I'm almost, okay. don't quote me though. I'm pretty sure they do a water service because when I flew Aer Lingus's regional carrier from Dublin to Birmingham, that flight is like almost the same time as Flag or, or Yuma or Tucson. And they do a water service. It's not a beverage service, but they give you water. So, but honestly, I mean, we were in the air for like a half hour and I just the whole time was giggling and like looking out at the mountains and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so it's such a cute little memory. That's great. But yeah. That was my first one. Very cool. That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Some people do these big trips and I was like, you are so brave. And some people like just test the waters a little bit. Make sure that was works. totally me, which is just so ironic because I've been so many places. So now. I think people are just pleasantly surprised when I tell them that story. They're like, oh my gosh, really? Yeah. So. We, my wife, we, we weren't married at the time, but we had a reunion up there uh -huh. in the summer. It's actually nice camping up there in the oh, summer. Oh yeah, Flag, Flagstaff's great. You still camping. think Arizona, but it's, it was really nice. But when they said, I said, oh yeah, I'll fly up. And they'll say, what, you're going to fly up? I said, oh yeah, because <laughs> it's like a two hour drive. It depending on which three. two and a half. Yeah, well, because you're going you're going out the valley. Oh, yeah. So when you go up that like mountain range, as you get out, depending on how fast and loose you drive, uh, I've seen some people do it in two. I've seen some people do it in almost four. So I think it okay. just depends on what you're driving. Yeah, but it wasn't even like they were so surprised. But I was like, oh yeah, I've, I've flown to two. Just so casually, yeah. like oh, I'll fly. <laughs> well, Hayden's going to be going to school there next year. So oh, be, at NAU. Yeah. So oh, that's it. one of the things that kind of selling for Tani too was like, I was like, she'll be able to fly back and forth or we can fly up and see her real easy yeah. too. So because of the, yeah, that's yeah, a great, that's, that's good. a great way to look at that. I love NAU. Uh, my sister went to NAU. Great yeah. school. Go lumberjacks. Absolutely. 
real quick. So she got actually like the lumberjack scholarship. scholarship. Yeah, good. And That's a good one. We I told my mom in a text. I was like, Hayden got it. And my mom was like, what exactly does that mean? Like, is she on like a team? Like oh, my mom thought she was a lumberjack. Like, oh, an actual like lumberjack <laughs> team. Like, like she's actually axe. lumberjack. Yeah. Love does she that. have an axe? Does, like, she have it, does she wear flannel? That's a lot of flannels to buy. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, no, no, that's the mascot. And she was like, oh, okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> so a few weeks ago, we asked for reviews and we got a review. And this okay. is a review for? On Apple. You oh. can like, get on and leave a review about our podcast. Okay. We do beg them and we say five stars. Hopefully good ones. <laughs> oh, someone only gave us a four or two though. At one time. This says, congratulations. Congratulations on 100 episodes, guys. Always love listening. Great stories every week. Congrats on 100, by the way. Thank you. You're welcome. So I think that was from our friend Shauna. Remember we had them on Travel Junkies? Travel Junkies Uh on Instagram. And uh, I work with uh, her husband, Chris, that was on with us. And he, they went to, is it Roatan? Is that the name of it? Uh It is Roatan. Okay. So they were down there for a couple of days. And he was telling me that they flew to Miami and then they realized that she forgot her passport. Oh, no. So he opted on the next flight back to Phoenix, grabbed it from their kid, and on another flight back to Miami to meet up with her to finally go down. I didn't oh know gosh. that. So they didn't have her swipe her passport in Phoenix? No, they must not have. I, I'm not sure if it was a different, like they were going to stay there for a day. And so maybe there were different reservations. Oh, she's saying you're going to want that check, that through status. Okay. So, <laughs> but uh, he was telling me that and he was like, oh. So. Well, yeah, imagine like as a non rep you can do that and not mess up your whole schedule. Yeah. But yeah, thanks for leaving that review. And uh, yeah, still you. listening yeah, to the you. show, but so we talked about Lizzie, where you're from, and we're going to do that next week. So yes, um, you'll have to stay tuned if you want to know. I have a lot of travel stories. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to get into that. You can see some great photos of Lizzie's travels on her Instagram page, which is Life with Lizzie, but it's spelled without any eyes. L F E W T H Lizzie L I Z Z I E. You can always find us on Instagram too at the Non Rev Lounge Podcast. Please email us at the Non Rev Lounge Podcast at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. So thanks for everyone for listening and uh, we'll see you next week. All right. Bye. This has been Non Rev Lounge. This episode was sponsored by Staff Traveler, which is the number one app to get your non rev loads. It is used by over 400,000 people from all airlines in the world and built to make your non rev trips easy and stress free. Sign up now for free at stafftraveler.com forward slash nonrev lounge. Oh, it was hysterical. Oh, you did. I, I went, it was I hysterical. I read like three lines and I was like, regional, boring. And I didn't finish <gasps> it. I read it out loud to Dave. We were <laughs> laughing. You, was it good? Oh, it's it so then. good. It, it talks about the new gates in DC. Yeah, they're really nice for the regionals. Have you oh, been there? No. And the well, guy I was. Haven't, I haven't seen. And the guy was saying, "This is not how a regional gate should be. It should be like trashy and oh, like yeah. <laughs> fluorescent, fluorescent <laughs> bulbs, yeah. right? <laughs> Looks like, like a men's locker room. Yeah. <laughs> it shouldn't look like this. Talks about the smells <laughs> and how there's like That's, there's only a Quiznos and an Aunt Annie's, and the line is fifty people deep. One hundred percent.